Monday Night Football, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dump on the Ump. Yeah, you guys got real excited there for a second. <laughs> <Right, everyone was laughs> <real>. Suckers. <laughs> this is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Welcome. Tonight is Monday, September the 20th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take for tonight has to do with baseball. We're not going to be talking much baseball on the podcast tonight, but this hot take is that the Boston Red Sox are definitely going to make it to the playoffs, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, I was watching – me and Joel were on the phone yesterday, and we were, I was watching ESPN – and uh, Sports Center, or some sort of weird, you know, ESPN roundtable discussion sports talking head show. And the question that was posed to all of these pundits was uh, who's going to win the AL wildcard spot? And every single one of them said the Blue Jays and the Yankees. And <clears throat> so I took that as a really good sign because, as we all know, ESPN is fucking horseshit. Really, really yeah. terrible. Really, really, really bad sports reporting. Just garbage stuff. So I think that if, they if every single one it. of them was saying that the Red Sox were not going to make the playoffs, then the Red Sox are definitely going to make the playoffs. If they didn't straight jinx it, they're total fucking idiots. Yeah, they're idiots. Right. I mean, they are idiots. They we talked about this players. last week. They've been wrong about the AL East since before the preseason. We here on Dump on the Ump have been correct that right. Yankees are trash and continue to be a trash yeah. team. Well, I think that like ESPN in some way is probably legally obligated to pick the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Like of the three teams in the AL wild card East, the AL East in the wild card hunt, the Yankees have by far the most difficult remainder of schedule left. Yes. Oh, do they? What are they playing? By with? far, they've got. Well, first Texas. of all, they got to play. They got to play the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, both of which are better teams than they are. Yeah. And then they play the Rays. Mm-hmm. They and they wow. fucked up. They were supposed to win on this easy stretch of their schedule. They had Baltimore, Cleveland, Texas. They've gone three and three against the Orioles and the Indians. So they've actually lost get, lost ground playing against bad teams. They're opening a three-game set against Texas tonight, and then they end at Boston, at Toronto, versus Tampa Bay. Yeah, they got a tough schedule. That's tough. Eat dicks, Yankees. Eat dicks, Yankees. Good. Uh, yeah, got, if you like and that, then a don't. Team too. Yeah. Like everybody, have- everybody in and who works for ESPN is just so busy being paid by the Yankees to talk about how great the Yankees are that they don't realize that the Yankees are actually a dog shit baseball team. Not that great. 
managed yeah. by a dog shit baseball manager. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Do you yeah, know- it's weird, actually. You know, now I mean, now that I'm thinking of non-conspiracy theory aside, like the strength of schedule is so convincingly against the Yankees. I'm sort of surprised that the pundits were they went that far out of there. Like nobody even referenced it or even thought about it. I mean, the difference in strength of schedule is crazy bad. I mean, like the Red Sox got the Mets and the Nationals. And like the Jays, the Jays are playing the Rays right now, and then they play the Yankees, but they got Minnesota and Baltimore. So like, I don't know. It's like it's a it's a it's a huge disparity in like strength of schedule less. So it's it's like you're I mean obviously they're sucking the Yankees dick or they're getting paid by the Yankees or something because that's god. Yeah. I keep saying things about sucking things dicks. You know, I, I we don't judge here. If anybody likes sucking dick, that's totally fine. And maybe you don't like the Yankees. Prefer probably don't. You know. Yeah. Never mind. I think I think your point is made. Thank you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sam, I yeah. I think that your your hot take I, I like that your hot take was a discussion entirely on the AL East while there is still technically two other teams still in the AL wild card race but uh, Seattle and Oakland start a beginning of two series tonight which will like I said earlier when we were talking about the people falling out of contention this is where I think the Mariners rubber really hits the road and they drop out of contention but you still have to worry about Oakland and you have to worry about Oakland playing a deflated uh Seattle team and the Angels I believe they might have a series against Houston but Oakland's Oakland well let's see what their schedule looks like they they could they there is another team of still present I just wanted to bring that to your attention basically in Oakland v Seattle one of them really needs to sweep the other one I mean, they've got seven games against each. Oh, yeah, no, actually, Oakland plays Seattle and Houston the rest of the season. So mm-hmm. that might be tough on them. So, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you are right to completely not even talk about <laughs> the other divisions. And uh, then maybe it's not such a hot take after all. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, I guess they're only, what, three and a half games back, two and yeah. a half games back. Two and a half. Three they lost ground recently. Three, three and a half games back. From Ooh, Mariners are Mariners are an afterthought. I don't think the Mariners are going to make. I I don't want the Mariners to make the playoffs. Jared Kelnick has had two homers in, yesterday, and he started to look like what people were hoping he would. So that's kind of cool. Right. He gets a taste of some some success, and then Kyle Lewis comes back. We got Kyle Lewis, Jared Kelnick, and Mitch Haniger in the outfield. That's our you know. And then we got J.P. Crawford and Ty France, who's hitting three hundred, and uh, Julio coming up. Man, we, we'll be good next two years. I'm excited. I don't they want to are make right playoffs. on your schedule, man. They are, they're listening to the podcast, and they're like, oh, Thomas keeps telling us not to win this year. Play for next Don't worry year. about it. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we're going to play down. <laughs> You're welcome, Mariner fans. <laughs> All right, also, I'm just telling another year on that 20 is going to feel so sweet. When 2022, we're like- 2022. I think, I mean, I think we're going to be a World Series contender in 2023, personally, the year we host the All-Star game. Oh, see, now you're, be, you're bumping it back. In the, okay, so you're saying playoffs 2022, World Series 2023. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. See, and also, here's my, this is not my hot take, but I just thought of it. The Mariners need to do some kind of cool fucking uh, marketing scheme with, like, Aquaman, right? And, like, Mariners 2022 with the Trident going through the 2022 thrown by uh, Jason Noah 
you know, and then oh, oh, right. like MCU. Oh, we lost Sam. Bye, Sam. He, I think yeah, he no, I'm here. Oh, uh, we just can't look at his face anymore. Yeah, because his, his microphone's all weird. I see where you're going. DC, with that. yeah, the DC extended universe. Oh, it's DC, not MC. Yeah, it would be DC because it's got to be Aquaman, right? Because he's um, got. I would the, say that. They've, they've been trying to lean away from the trident because it's harsh, hardly, it's, it's strongly believed to be bad luck. Really? Yeah. Oh, do you think I can mute Sam? I think he's getting his cows up. Oh, man, that was going to be my hot take. Okay. Also joining us, as per usual, is Thomas. Thomas, go. Uh, yeah, this is Thomas coming to you from Seattle. Uh, I got my second, I, I, I went and had, got COVID tested today. I'm home from work today and tomorrow. So that's pretty cool. I might, if I, hopefully I have COVID for a second time, um, but I probably don't. I think my kids got a cold because they started school. Anyway, um, my hot take was going to be that Sam's pizza being delivered was the most exciting part of this podcast, <laughs> but it's kind of come off anticlimactic. So I guess I can't really do it. So I'm going to go back and just do what my initial hot take was, which was really, it's not really that hot of a take because cops are really out right now, but firefighters, my hot take is that firefighters are just so much better than cops yeah we've we the the all the testing sites in seattle for covid for the last year and a half have been run by firefighters and i've gone to them multiple times and they're fucking so helpful and it's like every time there's somebody helping somebody in this community in one of those positions it's always a firefighter and anytime there's somebody like shooting somebody or doing something terrible or like doing something corrupt it's a cop and like i i think that like as a person who's pretty fervently anti-cop or not anti-cop but just sort of anyway whatever i think that there is something to say for social servants who serve a purpose in our community and help people i think that that is something that needs to be reinforced way more but i think that police officers are doing the worst job at that so anyway they're also about twice as likely than the general public to not be vaccinated and police no, unions, assholes, man. It, it's terrible. Like, where were all the police on January 6th? They were storming the Capitol. That's why they were then there. And you know where all the firefighters were? They were fucking administering COVID tests and putting out fires. Right, exactly. <laughs> the other thing is all cops are Yankees fans. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> but not like the berry, not like the fruit. Not like the berry. Yeah, A C A Y. Let's make oh, a maybe that's. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just very, very frustrating when we're trying to do this public responsibility. Like getting vaccinated is a public responsibility, a public health issue. And police unions, I'm a union man, but police unions don't count. Police unions are blocking. No, they don't count. And they count. No, no, no. I've got literature that says they don't count. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll he wrote start. it on a piece of napkin when he was drunk at a bar. <laughs> I'll fax you my pamphlets. Yeah. Um, I oh Joel. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, I don't know if I should publicly air this, but I thought of you the other day because the carpenters union in Seattle has gone on strike. Oh, good. But I, I'm not a union. I'm not in. But the you're union. not a union, so don't be a scab. Oh, you you have to be a scab. I'm, I'm, I'm not a scab. I oh. I'm just like I guess I live as a scab. Right, but but you're not going to cross the picket. Do you have to cross the picket line? I mean, I, I go to work. Yeah, you yeah. 
But my sites aren't union sites, so I'm not like taking union guy jobs. Okay, good. Yeah. That's so that's why I'm saying I live as a scab. Right. I'm always a scab. Right. right, right. Even when they're not striking. It's not the same. You're not a scab, but you should start distributing pamphlets at your work site to get your. <laughs> For those listening at home, Joel just had the scariest gleam in his eye when he said that. It's <laughs> all about the pamphlets, you guys. Since 1982, badly Xeroxed pamphlets make change the world. <laughs> I'm going to start distributing pamphlets. People are like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> just throw it on the ground and my boss would find it like in four <laughs> minutes. Uh, yeah, but no, cop, cop get vaccinated like the fact that they are resisting a public public servants who are resisting a public health measure really makes me frustrated well they don't see themselves as public health public servants that's the problem exactly they see themselves as the punisher right because they drive around with all those punisher bumper stickers on their cruises right yeah also, Punisher may be the worst superhero. Oh, really? I don't like Punisher. Punisher. Yeah, no, I never got into Punisher, even back in the 90s. I was into that comic book. That was like, all my friends were like Spider-Man, and I was like, I like this Punisher guy. Oh, but see, I, I was a, a Spider-Man guy, because Spider-Man... Yeah, Spider-Man like, was always running from the cops. That was the whole deal with Spider-Man, is the yeah. cops, like, hated it. And yeah. J. Jonah Jameson was trying to, like, Fight, you know, where are pictures of Spider Man? All right, we're getting off topic. This is a big yeah. Who are you? Well, the Punisher, the cops don't like the Punisher either. Cops don't like anybody, and I think that should, yeah. but in yeah. real life, all the cops are walking around with those dumbass Punisher badges on. I know, but and that's tattoos. stupid because like the cops look like fucking idiots in the Punisher because they comic. grew up in the 90s reading Punisher comic books. Yeah, by, by right, all measures, I. I should be a cop. You should be a cop. <laughs> uh, this haircut, I look like one. Yeah, it's, it's a nice haircut. Um, who who are you? Me? What? <laughs> we are we, we're still in our introductions here, Joel. Oh oh, I should introduce myself. <laughs> Moving on. My <laughs> this is an existential question. What's going on? <laughs> Uh, hey everybody, my name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. I do want to squeeze in a little more baseball before we get to the meat of the episode. Old managers. All right. Like every other week, I talk to you guys about how much I hate Alex Rodriguez, right? And in this week's episode of Sunday Night Baseball between the Mets Wait. and the Phillies. Can I interject really fast? Yes. I saw a steal on Twitter of Alex Rodriguez getting a FaceTime from Larry David. Right. Yeah, yeah. What was up with that? During the game. And yeah. I got really disappointed in Larry David. Do you think that was Photoshopped? Or do you think that was real? I hadn't even considered that a possibility. And maybe right. I'm not so disappointed in Larry David. Thank you, Joel, for stating my <laughs> construct. Yeah. Okay. No, they're probably boys. <clears throat> Big Mets fan. A-Rod apparently grew up a Mets fan, or at least he's going around telling everyone he grew up a Mets right. fan. Right. Which is weird. That's anyway, weird. my point is, is that on Sunday Night Baseball, he was going off about how valuable it is for baseball teams to have old-school managers who, quote-unquote, hold them accountable. And he was talking about how excited he is if the White Sox and the Astros 
play each other in the ALDS, it's going to be Tony Lelusa v. Dusty Baker again. Like old man fight, old man rivals from the NL Central in their Cubs Cardinals days. The point, though, is that A-Rod is fucking wrong because all of the, what, last five, at least four, I believe five, World Series champions have been Alex Cora, under 50, A.J. Hink, under 50, Dave Roberts, under 50, Dave Martinez, 56. Like, if you want a World Series, you go with a manager who's young and knows modern, like... Knows how to use an iPad. And knows how to use an iPad, right. And how to talk to younger... Yeah, I mean... uh, uh, I mean, well, for, there's two parts to this hot take here, Joel. Like, Alex Rodriguez is wrong about everything he says on that yes. Sunday Night Friday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, sure that's is. like the thing with him. It's like, as soon as he says it, you're like, well, that's not true. And so, ultimately, you're arguing, like, what is a law of nature at this point? And, okay, uh, yeah. So, it's not a hot take. It's a law of nature. Alex Rodriguez yeah. is wrong. Yeah. Like, oh, well, if Alex Rodriguez said it, it's wrong. Yeah. And I think, although I will argue that I think watching a Dusty Baker versus Tony La Russa playoff series will be funny, but not for the reason that other people want it. I also think that, like, there is almost no job in the entire world, including manager of of a major league baseball team, that could be done better by, like, someone in their mid-70s versus somebody in their, like, mid to late 40s. You know what I mean? Like, hearing aid tester. Right, yeah, maybe. Or like president of the AARP or, or the, something. Or the United States. Or the United States. No, that's the thing. It's like I really don't. Ah, really ear, don't a, a ear hair growing contest. Yeah, exactly. Like I blame Liam Neeson. We also were talking about this last night, but Liam Neeson made all these movies about old men who are action Taking stars. Out. And then all these old guys were like, oh, yeah, I can still do that shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, but I think it, it's ultimately it speaks to sort of like the, the patriarchy and ultimately like old men who need to still feel vital still having these positions. And the only reason we bequeath these positions upon them is because we know that someday we'll get there too. <laughs> and that we don't want to feel vital. <laughs> and, and women just like, don't have enough power in society because we live in a patriarchy that's is what it is right old men men get to relive this fantasy and then have it reinforced by society because men in society who still hold most of the power can maintain that it's like oh maybe we can still be president right and we invented viagra oh dude and that's the number one selling i mean yeah, like if you talk, yeah, like I mean, Tony like, LaRusse like the, is walking around that clubhouse with a raging hard on all the time and a time. bottle of Merlot. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Tony LaRusso versus Dusty Baker. They're just gonna be like forgetting their lineup cards and like subbing, trying to sub at the wrong yeah. time, and, like running out of mound visits. Yeah, like, game seven, just like having to go to the bathroom every inning and a half. <laughs> Yeah, like not challenging an obvious challenge because they were right. in the bathroom. They had constantly. to pee real bad. They're like in the bathroom <laughs> trying to pee. Like one of the players accidentally drinks like Pedialyte. And... 
Just positive because they, yeah, yeah, just positive for some. They took Tony Lanusa's like hay dye pills by accident. <laughs> it gets it gets confused for for pine tar on a pitcher. He gets kicked out of a game because Tony Larusa's hair dye got on his belt or something. Because Tony Larusa was walking around whapping his belt against his hand, trying to act tough and scare all the young kids. Who meanwhile were like on Instagram laughing. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be great. I'm so excited for the playoffs. I'm gonna... really looking forward yeah. to baseball playoffs. Too bad we can't talk about it today. Exactly. Um, hey, let's do some shout outs. Shout out to everyone who listened to last week's episodes. We did talk about the playoffs last week. <clears throat> we're kind of taking a break this week because we're getting redundant. Um, B Block, Sam and I, yeah, Sam and I also did a whole episode about woolly mammoths, kind of. So yeah, that was that was fun. I like is, is that about how they're trying to uh, recreate yeah. them? Recreate, yeah, exactly. yeah, Jurassic Park style. We have a whole Jurassic Park. You should story. talk to my son. Oh we yeah, went to, <laughs> we went to a Is barbecue and my son and, and somebody told my son that they were trying to recreate woolly, woolly mammoth with chicken DNA or something like that, and he was like, "What?" and he was freaking out because he's all about Jurassic Park. Anyway, that's yeah. awesome. No, he needs to come on the podcast and just talk dinosaurs for thirty minutes. He doesn't. i love dinosaurs um yeah no that's a crazy story our whole point is that that's a better waste of rich people's money than them shooting themselves into outer space oh yeah that's good i like that yeah yeah shout out to everyone who listened to the episodes portland oregon ducos martinique which is really weird like cool yeah i don't know what's up with that Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, Rihanna. That's a good call. Friend of the show, Rihanna, listening to us. Excellent. (laughs) They they have a cool flag, too. Providence, Rhode Island, Moscow, Dostadania, San Jose, California, Dublin Island, LA, Bend, Oregon, Hardwick, Vermont, Barcelona, Spain, Cavalier Maggiore, Italy. Brookline, Massachusetts, Algonquin, Illinois, Trumansburg, New York, Sean bought a boat. Yeah. Champaign, Illinois, Salinas, California, Turin, Italy, what's up, Jesus, Richardson, Texas, Brick, New Jersey, Sandy, Oregon, Ashburn, Virginia. I like, I'm, I'm you saying what's up, Jesus, to Turin, Italy? Yeah, you yeah. Know, like Shroud That's where Jesus Jersey. lives. <laughs> Lived. Li- well, lives. Currently. The head cannon is that the shroud of Turin, you know, the like dirty washcloth that has Jesus's face on it. Okay. Listens to the podcast. You guys are so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it makes sense. You just have to listen to the episode. <laughs> right. Vladimir unsubscribe Putin. somehow. Oh, you should subscribe. Vladimir Putin, Rihanna, and uh, the Shroud Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Always yeah. in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a highly rated podcast. It's a very highly rated podcast. Also, shout out to Twitter friends, White Sox Truther, at Sam R33B3S. He wanted to know what our favorite travel destination was. Wait, a White Sox Truther? That's his handle, White Sox Truthu. Our favorite travel destination is? Yeah. Costa Rica's cool. Oh, I've never been there. 
They got monkeys. Zipline. Yeah. I hear really good, good things about it. Um, and also shout out to the Sockside Boys. Um, at Sockside Boys, if we pay them a dollar sixty-two, they'll come on the podcast. Joel is really reaching out into the into the outer reaches of uh, White Sox Twitter to find. Yeah, out. they're going to pay us one dollar and sixty-two. No, no, no. They want the us. They want us to pay them a dollar. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, they're going to have to pay us to get on this shit. <laughs> They have to beg us. They have to beg on bended knee to get on right. this podcast, right. and right. they'll have to pay us one dollar and sixty-two yeah. cents. If, yeah, that's that's what we should say. If you want to be a guest on the Dumb on the Ump podcast, it costs a dollar sixty-two. We'll have anybody. We'll anybody have it. for a dollar sixty-two. Yeah, we'll have like the we'll have a, a truther. Let's have a let's have a a, a, a flat earther. Oh, that would be fun. See, I think it would be great to have somebody with a really weird, like, uh, agenda or like platform that they wanted to do, like promote. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, but like we could just platform the latest like COVID miracle cure. <laughs> not a baseball. Yeah, like do you, do you have like a horse gum number that you think would like give you a boner and your COVID? We'll <laughs> right. totally give you a space to sell it, but we have to talk about it. Yes, exactly. Oh, I think you're onto something there, Thomas. Yeah, we'll sell it on our. Like, what's the what 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 is there the most of in the world right now? And it's like hot take, stupid opinions. So we'll give you you give us a dollar sixty two. You can come on the show and you can give us your hot take, stupid ass opinion. Exactly. I think yeah. And, uh, I think this might be something. We might be onto something here, boys. Business plan. Trademark. Trademark for, for legal purposes. We're trademarking that right now. Yep, done. Right. Get the Williams. Okay. Um, but let's talk football. Ooh. I know. Football has started Ooh. in autumn. Tomorrow is the autumnal equinox. NFL, I know. Oh. I don't know why the equinox is cool. Is it? Yeah, the equinox is cool. I don't know why you guys wanted to talk about this. But all right, Thomas. <laughs> all right. Well. I'm going to start it off here with this is up my alley. The Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers improved to 2 0 with a 48 to 25 win over the Atlanta Falcons. Who did they beat in the first week? Ooh, who did they beat? Anybody know? Carol- no, whatever. This the was Jets. Tampa Bay. The Jets. They beat the Jets. Okay, so that's a that's 2 0 with a caveat. Right. This was Tampa Bay's ninth consecutive win, scoring 30 or more points, however, breaking the previous record set by Tom Brady and the New England Patriots in 2011. 2011 and by Tom Brady and the New England Patriots in 2007. 2007. If you believe that the wealthy elite were harvesting children's organs to cling to youthful vitality, is Tom Brady where you should start looking first? Yeah, I think that Tom Brady maybe has red-pilled me into the QAnon truth, the real truth about the wealthy elite in america because that dude is like 43 on child organs <clears throat> he's 43 years old right which in nfl football years is like 659 uh and he's playing like he might win the mvp and another super bowl this year 
all things considered. <laughs> well, which is like, I mean, that's a ridiculous the, thing to say out loud. All right, wait, wait, I want to come out here and say this. If Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win a Super Bowl this year, I will become an avid Q supporter. <laughs> <laughs> I will fully, I will uh, abandon my family. I will do nothing but attend Q rallies and post on online Q forums. Yeah. <laughs> speaking about the wealthy elite feasting on the blood and bones of children to live immortal lives. I uh, in yeah. Tampa, like Tampa is also a hotbed of how far is Tampa from Jupiter? Very close. Jupiter, Florida is West Palm Springs, I want to say. It's so like, Joe Madden and Tony LaRusa could drive over there in their convertible LeBaron yeah. with their red wine and get some child livers to yeah, bring green acrodochrome, yeah, and rhodochrome, yeah, to take with their Invectorman salads um one thing i wanted to say about this though i, I don't wait, can i just can i just say real quick for legal yeah. purposes i will not abandon my children and family <laughs> <laughs> damn i was hoping you'd get that part. just uh, in case your wife is listening to this podcast <laughs> or the fucking tampa bay buccaneers will win the goddamn super bowl <laughs> I mean, they look really good, and I lied. Their first week one, they beat the Dallas Cowboys. They beat the Cowboys. I have no idea what's going on in the NFL. Are the Cowboys, are, do they still have Dak Prescott? And is they he, do yeah. still have Dak Prescott. I feel like and, the Cowboys are the Yankees of the NFL, though, that every year the talking heads are like, the Cowboys are back. Watch out. Look out for those Cowboys. Yeah, and then they're like, they kind of suck. And they're also, but they're also kind of like the institution. They're like the... Yeah the picture, the face of the NFL, like the Yankees are the face of the MLB. Right. I, I like that. Yeah. Jerry Jones is definitely feasting on child organs. Yeah, Jerry Jones is definitely right. feasting on child but organs. Not to, like, make himself any younger, just to be a fucking asshole. No, because he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he is fucking the worst, man. Can I answer yeah. my own question then about this category then? Yes. I'm going to say that Tom Brady, maybe not because Tom Brady's already had children and like, right. are you going to eat his kids? Like they're already kind of older. How like old you are can't they? eat his existing kids. They're yeah. like, they're like getting into high school and shit, man. How fucked are Tom Brady's kids? No, no, no. He's got to be fine. <laughs> Those kids will be okay. Yeah. But emotionally and spiritually, they're going to be broken. He's, got to, he's got to raise them in his, you know, mid-level marketing scheme slash cult, the TB12 bullshit, right? So that they take over when he ascends to the next plane of existence, or, you know. Oh, yeah. He's like the Antichrist born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably going to... How come Tom Brady hasn't gotten really into Scientology? That's what I want to know. How do you I know he's like, not? I feel like he was built. He might. Maybe he has. I feel like he was built for Scientology. I mean, this is interesting because this is all like probably striking a chord in Sam's heart because as as he admitted earlier, he grew up. I mean, he's a Patriots fan through and through. So right. I mean, this whole thing has got to be weird for you. It's like, are you going to sell your children and family and join Q? No. 
No, I still, I'm still a Tom Brady fan. I think he's great. Yeah, but I do think that he's like doing something or maybe he's a robot, you know, like maybe the real Tom Brady died like 10 years ago and they just have a Tom Brady, the, the, it's like a weekend at Bernie's. 3000. Weekend at Bernie's is better. I think. Yeah. Somebody like animatrize his dead corpse. Um, he says he wants to play till he's 50. Yeah. It's insane. Right. Well, you know, there, you know that picture of Y.A. Tittle, the quarterback, and he's bleeding out of the head, sitting on his, he's like smashed on his knees, and he's like sitting there. It's after the play ends. Do you know the photo I'm talking about? It's a super famous, you know who Y.A. Tittle is? How long ago? He, he was a, like the New York Giants quarterback in the 19, fucking, I don't know, 40s or 50s, 60s, I don't know, okay. a long time ago. But it was like soft helmet era, you know, and, and it was a championship game against like Chicago or something, and he threw an interception, and he tried to make a tackle, and his helmet get knocked off his head and he's bleeding. So he's like on his knees and he's like bleeding from the head. But I think he was 50 when the picture was taken. Oh, I'm not wow. sure hundred percent, but I believe he was like the oldest NFL player. And there's a really striking photo of it. If you can find it on the internet. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. You know like, why you should not play football at age 50. I don't know how he's like, the, I think he was the oldest NFL player on in record. <clears throat> Right, but here's the thing about Tom Brady. Tom oh. Brady's not trying to tackle anyone. No. Right. <laughs> and you know he has like, I mean? like we he were has talking like, about he... this also yesterday. He's a, a been amazing and he's amazing and has been for a long time, but you know, he's he's smart about taking care of himself, you know. Like he doesn't he doesn't him and Lamar Jackson don't play the same position, let's just say. Yeah. I, man, Lamar Jackson is really fun to watch. Yeah, do you want to get to that next headline? Because that's what our next headline is. Oh, yeah. so I just can't, I just served you up a perfect segue there. Yep. Uh, last year's Super Bowl runners <laughs> up, the Kansas City. I wasn't really paying attention. Last year's Super Bowl runners. <laughs> I was looking at this picture. This is a really sad picture of Y.A. Tittle. He looks like defeated. Yeah, it's yeah. Really kind of. Striking image. It's a very he's like he's he's like reevaluating all of his life life's choices up until that moment. You yeah, that was the glorious moment, and it escaped him. It, it was like the, it was the moment he worked his life. Well, though I think he won championships before that. He was a pretty well. He was a pretty famous player. It time. looks like anyway, that, Sam. What year is that from? Nineteen sixty-five. Okay. How old is he? Does it say? I don't know. Uh, Sam, you say that, but I'm guessing he has no idea where or when he is. Nineteen sixty-four. It's nineteen sixty. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Meanwhile, last year's Super Bowl runners-up, the Kansas City Chiefs, were upset in probably what was the game of the week by Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, thirty-six to thirty-five. This was a great game. Uh, Lamar Jackson passed for 239 yards and rushed for 170 more, 107 additional yards and two touchdowns, including one touchdown where he did a one-handed cartwheel into the end zone, and that was in he the fourth quarter. He didn't put a hand down. That was I like a he, side flip. Oh, I thought he, no, he put, didn't put, he a, put a hand, put a hand, hand down. down. Yeah, he did. He did put a hand down. Yeah. Anyway, the question, and this gets to exactly what Sam was just talking about, 
how long will the Ravens be able to play Lamar Jackson until they inevitably destroy his knees and or tendons slash ACL, ribs, head, you know, brain, etc. I, well, first of all, Y.A. Tittle was a quite successful running quarterback who also was a good passer. So maybe, and he played, and I feel like that picture was taken when he was pretty old. So maybe you can do it. Mm. He won't though. But I also want to say that that was pretty awesome. And Lamar Jackson is definitely a reason to watch the NFL in an era of a lot of reasons to not watch the NFL. But, yeah. That guy is my neck idol. <laughs> See that guy's neck? <laughs> no, I don't remember paying attention to his neck. That was Look up a picture. Huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's bigger than his head. Like his his head, like it's a full trapezoid from his shoulders to the top of his head because his neck is so big. Yeah, uh, he's a strong dude. Yeah, he's a really strong dude. Yeah, I, mean, I think that Lamar Jackson, he also has a cannon for an arm and I think that he could have a long NFL career, but He's got to transition his game, which is a tough thing to do. But think about your Seattle Seahawks quarterback, Russell Wilson, right? That's his name? Yeah. I don't know. You got a Seahawks tattoo, Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) You're shit. You got me. I do. (laughs) Um, But he used to run all the time. He used to be like a real – running play quarterback and he still scrambles a lot but he doesn't run the way he used to he really transitioned more into a passing only quarterback and that's what lamar jackson's gonna have to do eventually yeah to extend assuming he doesn't just get completely physically destroyed well and that's about usage like how's the team how are the coaches going to use him the other question i wanted to connect this to what you were saying a minute ago sam Tom Brady at age 42, he does not take a hit. Like, right. he doesn't care if, like, that's what's best for the team in the moment. I mean, maybe if it's possible. Well, like, he took yeah. A, yeah. But if it's Tom like. Brady, <clears throat> Tom Brady takes less hits than he used to, but he, he takes hits, or he used to anyway. I don't know about now, but he, he definitely t- takes some licks. But part of his longevity is he has purposely been like, oh, every time I get smashed, you know, sacked, every time I like sacrifice my body for the extra couple of yards to get that first down, that's time off of my NFL career. Yeah, he's just figured out right. a way to do it that doesn't look like he's doing it. Well, and the adrenochrome. Right. Don't forget the adrenochrome. Well, it's like it's like Robinson Cano not hustling down first baseline, you know, it's like he knows he's going to hit fucking 150 ground balls to somebody in the infield. And if he legs them out, chances of him beating one is like, yeah, I might get one or two. Right. But the chances of him pulling a muscle is probably higher than that. So why take the chance? And exactly. then people boo him yeah. because he's he low. He's actually in a baseball season. It's like crazy long. I mean, football, it's like, Football, if you hurt yourself, you're done for this. Like, hurt yourself bad, you're done for the season. And, yeah, I don't know. Well, and it's cumulative. I think that's the big thing. Like, if you want to have a long career, you need to be aware of the – like, even if you're not going to have a 
traumatic injury where you shatter your leg, was that Bo Jackson style or whatever, just, you know, getting hit over and over and over again has that cumulative effect on your career. And your brain. And your brain. Mm-hmm. Which sucks if you're an offensive lineman, especially. Yeah, I'm what do I do? What what do you do when you ask you to play football? You know, it's like, oh no. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> yeah. No, if I had children, I'd be like, no, don't go in the NFL. Your average career is three and a half years long. Yeah. And then your body is shattered for you know, you you're twenty five you're twenty-five and you're in the body of a fifty year old. You know what I'm gonna tell my kid? Most of your life is spent as older person like your, uh, right. your youth yeah. feel you feel like it's gonna last forever and it's like such a huge part of your life but it's like it's the smallest part like you're you're third you're over 30 most of your life so mm-hmm. well hopefully right right if you're lucky yeah right except for me i'm gonna live forever right you and tom brady me and tom brady joel are you harvesting child organs can i come to your house <laughs> I think the thing about Lamar Jackson is that if I'm the Baltimore Ravens, you don't try to grind him to dust because at some point somebody's going to have like some point they're going to have to pay him a lot of money and it's in their best interest to not destroy him right now. You know, I agree with you. I mean, if they get if they get a, if they get a championship or two out of them, they don't care. That would be what I would have liked. Maybe. Sam, I agree with you, but that assumes that the NFL or in a, a NFL team organization is intelligent and forward thinking. Very get to see evidence. Right? Very big assumption. Yeah, huge assumption. Any predictions for this NFL season? I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything. The Jets are really bad. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, the NFC West is really good. Um, and the yeah, I, I find myself now with football, I'm like, I root for the Seahawks because it's like local and I'd rather my coworkers not be bummed or like people I'm dealing with be bummed. But like, right. and you know, like go hometown team, but I just couldn't give two shits about football right now. And I like act, I like live sports. I think it's fun to watch. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know where to go with the NFL. Sometimes it's really fun. Sometimes it drives me crazy. Yeah. I'll move on. I feel kind of the same way about the Chicago Bears because I have all these real life friends and internet friends who are really excited about the Bears, and I don't give a shit. I don't. I am. I do not give two shits about the Chicago Bears, but I like it when my friends are happy. So if my friends yeah. are happy, good for them. Otherwise, they should find something better to do on a Sunday. Like, uh, watch baseball, or. College Damn. football. <laughs> College football. Oh, yes. That's AKA bad. the worst unpaid internship ever. Also the worst televised sport ever. <laughs> Dude, it's like it's also what's happening this weekend. Many it's just like a bunch things. of college guys talking about like yelling fuck Joe Biden and like Oh yeah. Preparing for statutory rape or something. I don't know what it is. Never mind. Go on. Carry on. Sorry. Just regular rape. Uh, college football aka the worst unpaid internship ever 
was also happening this weekend. Many of the preseason favorites have already lost early games, including Ohio State against Oregon, Ooh. Clemson against Georgia, Ooh. while others have escaped with win with close wins, such as Alabama winning against Florida 31-29 and Oklahoma defeating Nebraska 23-16. So the question is, after years of being dominated by just a handful of teams, is it finally the year that we see some parody in college football and who cares? Uh, like that's the, that's the thing, right? Because since the college football playoffs started, you basically had what five teams rotating in the four spots every year. And that's right. But it's only been like three years, hasn't it? No, six. This is your six, six. now. Yeah. Still not very long. No, it hasn't been very long. But I think it's been bad for college football, among other things, among all the scandals and terrible management of college football and the NCAA in general. But the idea that every year it's going to be Alabama, Clemson, or Alabama, Ohio State has really um, hurt college football as a national product in general. I think that this is probably because of COVID that this year it's like, oh, like Alabama is still really good, but they're not going to dominate. Like, they'll, they'll probably still the favorites to win the national championship. Clemson? Alabama. Oh, Alabama. Yeah. But, they're <laughs> but not, they didn't even lose. No, they're still undefeated. Yeah, they still but, – but it was way – like, I was like, oh, they're just going to crush Florida. And then I was like, oh, no, this is actually a good football game. Um, like, and it's number one Alabama against number 11 Florida. So it's not like Florida is a scrub. But um, I do, I am hopeful that you'll see someone like Iowa. Um, I thought Iowa's doing good. That's cool. Go Iowa. Iowa's, Iowa might be good. You need more white guys from the middle of the country to have success. Yeah, exactly. Oh, speaking with Brigham Young, maybe Brigham Young. Well, that's funny. Party. Yeah. Other side in the middle, but <laughs> a lot of white guys play for Brigham Young. They're real good. I don't know. PCU. Like, like I, I'm probably it's probably a pipe dream. It's probably gonna be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma again. Yeah, this this sounds like this sounds like a college football fan grasping at straws to me. Uh, definitely, yeah, no, it's probably, but it'll be interesting, and it's interesting, like how has COVID actually affected these teams? I mean, they're 22-year-old, like, nobody gives a shit. Well, they took a year off, Thank you. half a year off. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's weird. I mean, like, the sort of, like, I don't know. I, I didn't notice it in baseball because I probably was turning a blind eye. But, like, watch, seeing, like, the NFL and college football, sort of these huge crowds just oh, right crazy. on top of each other, just like, oof, man. It's, like that with everybody going back to school. It's like, well, it's going to happen now. But – you know, whatever people can do whatever they want, but it's sort of strange to me. And and like with it with the NCAA and the unpaid factor, and it's just like this, it's like fucking gladiators. Yep. It's terrifying. Like watching just like this crowd of rapists just like get drunk <laughs> and scream at people that aren't paid to destroy their bodies. <laughs> well, like, that's the whole they, thing. Like, I mean, college football is the biggest in the South, which is the most conservative part of the country, and the reason they're screaming "fuck Joe Biden" at football games is because you're watching football games played in Alabama, Mississippi, and South Carolina. 
They, in Wyoming and yeah, in Wyoming. They're good too. Wyoming might be a little good too. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but man, white it, boys in the middle of the country. And we went from hot girl summer to white boys in the middle of the country. White boy, white boy, white boy fall. Um, a band name. So fallout boy, white boy fall. Um, but you can't <laughs> do a mask mandate. No, like the because the governors of Florida, Mississippi, and Texas don't believe COVID is real. So they're not going to have a mask mandate at these public universities that you're packing 60, 70,000 students, 18, 19 year old students in. Well, it's like, it's like 100, 110,000 people at, at uh, singing Sweet Caroline, where was that? Like, Penn State or something like that, and it's like, oh, bah, yeah, bah, yeah. Bah. just like it's like a drunken bar, just yeah, yeah. hundred thousand people screaming at each other. Sam's not on the camera right now, so I don't. I'm here. He doesn't even want to. Caroline has become a terrible song, and I like because it used to be like the Red Sox song, and now there like, is. all these other teams of like Penn State is playing it to introduce the fourth quarter. <laughs> And it's becoming really? like a terrible like white boy frat song. I'm really sad, but yeah, not it's the, they play it. I would argue that it's always been that seventh inning stretch, I guess, at Fenway Park when they play it. I can't remember when they play it. They play it at every home game though, and people go I crazy. It was a, I thought it was the eighth inning. Stretch. Yeah, maybe the eighth inning. But it's and, always uh, been like this century. But they haven't played Sweet Caroline for that long. Not since it like it came out. They started playing it in like the 2000s. Like they started playing it in my lifetime. Yeah. So why? all bullshit on that. It's a stupid Neil Diamond song. Red Sox fans are stupid for singing it. <laughs> and so are Penn State fans. Y'all okay. 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 Counterpoint Seven Nation Army. I used to it's love a sweet that ass song. song. It, it was a great super song. Annoying. And that's the worst song in the world. I hate that. Like, I used to really like that song. Here's my take on that, though. The Seven Nation Army was needed because all of Gary Glitter's canon had to be scratched from all NCAA play. (laughs) Nobody could talk about, you can't do Gary Glitter anymore. So there was a huge void. So I think that- So wait, did Neil Diamond hurt you in some way, Thomas? You seem like way amped up about this. No, I just like what's what's the best stupid song? And I think it's I think Red Sox do this thing where they like go like anything that they do, they're like, oh, it's a Red Sox thing, like whatever. You just like it's like the Yankee bullshit. It's like you guys make up this crap and say you've been doing it the whole time and you haven't been doing it for very long. You're just a bunch of fucking assholes who can't get over yourselves. Well, okay, okay, there's something deeper going on here. Maybe it's like you're just angry at the Red Sox. Like, what's going on? We have this thing. We've been doing it this century. It's called winning World Series. I don't know like, what that's that another is, thing. That we've been I don't doing even know this what century. that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like going to the playoffs regularly. We do that thing too. I'm not sure what that is. That that memory is old enough right. to drink. I think that maybe now we're starting to get to like the basis of this anger at Sweet Caroline. <laughs> no, it's still a garbage song. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, but 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 Dropkick Murphy shipping up to Boston. Oh God, that song. That song. <laughs> At least that song's about Boston. No, but yeah, that know, song's good. What was that? I had right? to. I had so a they play that song. They play Sweet Caroline, and then if the Red Sox win, they play Dirty Water after the game's over. And is that song? Because that's their 
hashtag on Twitter. Is that song about Boston? Yeah. Okay. What What is that song? Dirty Water. Dirty Water. Dirty Water. I love that dirty water. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh Boston, you're my hometown. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, White Sox, White Sox. Play That's a good song. Sense. That's a good song. Yeah, that is a good song. I think the other song, um, maybe I'm not, I'm not a big Neil Diamond fan, but but Seven Nation Army, and I like shipping up to Boston. It became a cliche, but it. Still, Which one? I think shipping up to Boston. I don't know that one. The yeah, you do dropkick monkeys. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. That was I had that because it was on an MLB. Like I had a I got a sure. PlayStation once for free, and there was a video game, and that song was like heavily featured on it. And I played it every night for like <laughs> two years. Yeah, White Sox played the Blues Brothers version of Sweet Home Chicago when they win. And they play Frank Sinatra's Chicago when they lose, which I think is weird. Hmm. Do okay. Well, do, do you guys follow the seventh inning stretch with Louie Louie? I don't think so. Not not White Sox. Who does? Okay, that's the one cool thing that the Mariners do. Then we play Louie cool. Louie after the seventh inning stretch, or after after take me out to the ball game. Uh-huh. It's it's pretty good. I like that. Uh, we gotta go. Oregon Ducks play shout to start the fourth quarter. How are you about about college football? Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> the uh, oh, we you know what we should say. I, I think tears for fears. Episode came to, what? Tears for fears. Who, oh, that's plays, good. What? who plays tears for fears? Shout. No. Isn't that tears for no, fears. Isley like? Brothers. Isley Brothers. Oh. A different yeah. shout. You make me want to shout. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes more sense than the tears for fears song. <laughs> yeah, that would be a weird one. <laughs> but not bad. I got really excited there for a second. We play Odd World after we win. Seattle plays Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, that would be so great. You have like some. A team that just plays like goth rock, like sad goth rock. So <laughs> we're gonna play some. We're gonna play some Nine Inch Nails to get you hyped for the fourth quarter. <laughs> I wanna eat like an animal. <laughs> that would actually be pretty good. Yeah, I don't think they could do that. No, but all right, we done. Oh, uh, there's this band in Seattle. There's a Seattle band and they started, I was at a baseball game. They played, they were like a local band. This is currently happening actually. And they played their song at the stadium. And I told them, I was like, Hey, did you guys know that your song is on it? Like gets played at, at Mariner games. And they were like, no, <laughs> I, was like, I should look into that. Yeah. That's a, that's a you got a manager. Yeah. <laughs> the Mariners are just like going to, local bars in seattle and stealing people's songs that'd be cool that actually would be cool but i don't think that's what happened. yeah all right what are we at an hour what, an hour now all right ladies and gentlemen uh this has been dub on the um ostensibly a baseball podcast we talked we talked baseball this week uh, hold on actually i got one more thing here about sweet caroline thomas just for you Jesus, Sam can't uh, like so. <laughs> Started in 1997, and 
they it's like now they play it fucking everywhere. They play it at Wembley Stadium in England. Why? Why? <clears throat> what did I got to do with tennis? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't. I had to stop you before I was like able to read this article. But <clears throat> no, Wembley soccer. Oh, soccer. I, Wimbledon. Football. Wembley, not Wimbledon. Okay. Still, what's I got to do with England? But okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, and they, play at, they do it at Madison Square Garden, too. For the, the, the Red Sox started doing it in 1997? Yeah. All right, that's okay, then. Wait, yeah, that but the song point. was written in, like, 1970. That was my point. Right? It's pre, it was before their first championship, so I'll give it to them. Yeah, okay, that's fair. White Sox just lost to Detroit. Maine is an A, 0 0. Ooh, the Kansas City Royals swept the Cleveland Indians in a doubleheader. I think that means a magic number is two for the Chicago White Sox. Sweet. Yankees four, Rangers three, bottom of the seventh. Nestor Cortez let me down in my fantasy matchup. No, I'm sorry about that. No, it's good. When you bet on the Yankees, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, don't bet on the Yankees. Um, okay, this has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Follow us on all your social media applications at Twitter, at Dump on the Ump, Facebook, Instagram. Sam is just taking screenshots of our text conversations and posting them on Instagram. So that's the thing we're doing now. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. We're not getting much traction on them yet, though. I think we will. Uh, I don't think I follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah, you should. Well, it was better before COVID when, like, I was going to baseball games. Um, You've been going to baseball games all for, like, the last All summer, yeah. Like, yeah. All for yeah. the time. I went, like, a year and a half without going to a baseball game. Yeah, but, like, for the, that argument has gone out the window now. You can no longer <laughs> I, I have been, I do. You just aren't good about Instagram. No, no, I am. It's, I've been posting pictures of... You need to research angles and how to take better pictures for the Instagram. Yes, I will I will admit that I'm not good at Instagram, but I post on it. You got to find good angles. Gotcha. Okay, I'll work on that. I'll There's take angles. Like, they'll tell you about it. Look, like, look up uh, all the Instagram stars. They'll tell you. But I don't like taking selfies. Yeah, you gotta like take a selfie where your tits are hanging out, Joel. And we'll get like a ton of followers. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the nonsense. Um, uh, I just followed us. Yay! It's that uh, easy, folks. It's that easy. It is that. It's, it's just a click away. Also, uh, give us a. Oh, rating. you got Zardoz on here. Cool. Yeah, with a baseball glove. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, see? Quality content. <laughs> Hi, ladies and gentlemen. For Sam well, nobody's posted since 2017, so somebody better That's not that. true. That's not true. Uh, for Sam and Thomas, my name is Joel. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs>